Lawson Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? If you are here for any talk, gossip, or news about the Russell Brandt documentary, any reaction to it from us, you're not going to get it. I'm not referencing it. I've said my piece. I think it's time that we listen to the women. And I will talk about it at some point way down the line, but not for a while. I don't have to, and I'm not going to. So if you're a new listener or a journalist who stupidly paid for this fucking episode, even though in the description we told you nothing was happening, then ha ha ha, thanks for the money. Uh, in other news, I've just been to Milan. Aye. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I watched a thrilling nil-nil draw. I, I didn't. <laughs> I was going to tune into the match because I, because now that I'm a, um, now that I'm sort of a free spirit in football, uh-huh. uh, like I'm like, I can, I can, I want Newcastle to do well. I've got, football. you know, you're, you're my best friend. I've got so many good friends in Newcastle. Genuinely love it. Supportive. As, you know, as, as, as a Chelsea slash ex fucking Chelsea fan, I've got nothing against blood money. I think it's sound. <laughs> I think it's all good. <laughs> yes, the voice of reason, Daniel Slush, <laughs> with his eth- ethical compass. Uh, you know me. <laughs> you know me. Absolutely fine with it. It was journalists who were killed. <laughs> They beheaded journalists. <laughs> no, I just mean, look, I've turned a blind eye to blood money before. I could do uh, it again. Oh, yeah. My, I could do it again for my friend's joy. Uh-huh. And it was joyful. Like, it's so good. Just like, just having a little bit of the tune, a little bit of the big market and the cultured city of Milan. <laughs> it was so good because we got... We didn't, got didn't, didn't one of your boys get stabbed? Yes, I was, I was speaking to because the, the Milan fans are class, by the way. Like, I, I really... I think so. They're just like, they know how to attack people. <laughs> they're so... You've got, to, you've got to respect that. Um, Look, they didn't kill the guy. Well, they just gave him a really cool scar. And at the end of the day, that's what you want from a football hooligan, right? You don't want him to be a murderer. Uh, you want him to be a big... Give us a story. Yeah. You know, I've got a story for my grandkids. Nobody, now, nobody, they're next to us in hospital. <laughs> Nobody wants to be eaten by a shark, but I I think it's got, I would be confident oh, to say, over 50% of men would love to survive a shark attack. If you told me I could get attacked by a shark, right? And a lot like the bull run, my life wouldn't change. Yeah. Right? Like, because if you said to me, you're gonna, you can get attacked by a shark and live, but you're going to, you're not going to be able to walk properly again. Aye. Done some spinal damage. Yeah. You've lost a leg. Aye. Even a hand. Aye. I'm not being attacked by a shark. Right hand? As a left-hander? Nah, I think you... You've got PlayStation, PlayStation, man. You've got a No, man, technology's at a good... We're going into VR, man. You've you've only got five years of PlayStation. Wait a minute, I've still got two tits. I still want two hands. That's what I'm saying. Mastectomy shove us in the water. Aye. <laughs> this is what you're tuned in for. Aye. This is what you're tuned in for. That's what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I think the very important thing is, again, just from a moral standpoint, we should be gaining no followers right now. We oh, no. Be- <laughs> no, no, I don't want to gain any followers. I just want to... <laughs> I, I, think we've- I, I like the ones we've got. <laughs> they, know, they know when we're joking. They know when we're going too far on purpose. Um, so the, the, if, if the deal was, you're going to bleed... Aye. They're going to get stitches. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a touch and go fucking trip to the, arm, trip to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Right? But the foregone conclusion is when you get ejected from the hospital, you're going to have a fucking tasty scar that you've got to look after for the next few weeks. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was on the beach filming it on a phone, uh-huh. right? And they kept it all in. They, they got the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you got me walking out the water... <laughs> I swear to God, even going through the trauma of bleeding out, I'd eyeball the camera and crack me knuckles. <laughs> and and no fine well, the only thing in my mind when I saw the camera would be like, oh, I can't. You should see the other guy. I did. He's licking his lips. That's his, that's his blood, that. <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> bleeding, right? That's his blood in the water. That's, fucking not a, that's a scratch, that man. That's a scratch for you. So uh, for nine nine nine, yeah, sure for for him. <laughs> <laughs> Collapse, born white. <laughs> Rushed in hospital. That's just napping. I had a nap on the beach after me fight. I always nap after a fight. Because I always get slept. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I meant. It's not what I meant. Um, so uh, the stabbing. Oh, I don't want to make light of it. It's nasty business. <laughs> Yeah, how was your mastectomy joke four minutes ago? <laughs> I'm having a nightmare, Daniel. I'm having a nightmare. Glad my, glad my profile isn't compromised by by anything that I have to say. Because I don't have one. Um, <laughs> the, the stabbing was like a mugging. It was like balaclava-ed men. It, was like, it wasn't football-related. It wasn't like... Oh, okay. It, was, it wasn't like chanting in everyone's directions and it got a little bit fighty. It was like fucking back alley chase kind of thing. This is like from what I've heard, from what All I've right. read. So it was from, people taking advantage of a tourist yeah. as opposed to mm-hmm. hooliganism. Yeah. So, um, oh man, like uh, my hotel was next to San Siro and I went and got showered and changed like after the party and before the game. And um, I'm walking through and it's literally... Does San Siro mean anything? It's I, a, I mean, obviously it does, but... T- it's a name that they agreed upon as, like, a neutral name because its actual name is uh, uh, named after a player or a personality that was connected to Inter. Okay. So it was just a lean... So if you look up the name of the stadium, like, I think San Siro is the nickname, and I don't fully... I don't remember what the actual name of it is. So, like, if you are looking at where the game was played, it wouldn't have San Siro. That's the nickname for it. I don't know what it means, but I just know that it's just, like... a. Let's just meet in the middle. So uh, I was walking down from the hotel and it's just like all red and black, just all the AC Milan fans. And I did start to get my shoulders up a little bit. Like I'm walking along with, with my wife and I'm like, oh, should I really be putting her in this kind of danger? Is this like a mistake? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and everyone was so sound. People were coming up asking for photos. She had number eight on her back. Okay. Uh, just asking for photos because we're opposite fans, rival fans, and they're at the game. They're just like, oh, sweet, a Newcastle fan. Can we get a photo? Did you? Getting selfies? Take care. Oh, yeah, right. I've got a. <laughs> I've got behind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I like not in a not in a all the Italians are this way, but I find that really weird. Like I could not imagine going to a fucking Hebs game 
and being like, oh, there's, there's Rangers. We'll just get some force with the Rangers fans. Oh, uh, like, you know what? That, that, that might not happen if they were playing Inter or Juve. Aye. Right? But, like, in, in national match, they've probably, like, they've probably played the likes of Man United and fucking Liverpool over the years, right? And now the Titans Newcastle. And they're like, oh, we've got some new guys in our house. Okay. We've never, we're not, we have been to the house, but we're playing in there. Um, so it might, it might have just been, like, a little bit of a novelty that, like, we've never played this team. Do you think it's fair to say your their like obsession with collecting photos of other uh, football fans and your obsession with like not obsession it's the wrong word but you know what I mean your desire to go to as many football stadiums as you can and watch games there? Mm. Do you how far away from train spotting is that? Like well, like going to stadiums. Yeah, collecting that. I don't because we look we'll all make fun of train spotters of the people that like there's people to a train spotter it's the same thing. Aye. But to a football fan, you're like, nah. But I've got this. I've got that. I've got my little little booklet of all my players. Got, got, need, need. But I'm not like those losers who stare at trains. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Actually, I think you'll find last season he got 37 assists. It was actually a record for somebody as a a, a left back, I think you'll find. And then the train comes into the station. They're like, (laughs) yeah! Fucking strangers. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's all a bit autistic. Yes. Um... So uh, I walked through, and Natalie's got number eight on her back because uh, we got married on the 8th of September. Oh, okay. And I bought it as an anniversary present for <laughs> that, is the ma- that is the most working class man thing I've heard you do in a while. Look, Daniel. You bought your it was- wife a fucking football shirt. <laughs> it was our anniversary. P- it was our paper wedding anniversary. And at the time, Newcastle had a paper thin defence. <laughs> Man, I know we're only cutting out mentions of the documentary, but I would also, on the record, I would like that to be cut out. <laughs> oh, no. I'm giving you carte blanche on cutting stuff. So anyway, back to that guy being stabbed. <laughs> what a link. This is one of my fellow supporters. Aye. This is bad form. Eh, it's bad form. Right, he played one of the bad ones. He may have won one of the ones that, you know... So what I was saying is uh, the fans were class. Aye. And uh, when we come out of the stadium, some of the fans had stayed back to the bit where all the police are, the riot police and everything, keeping everybody away separate, Aye. like in holding areas. And uh, we're, like, we got kept back in the stadium for like maybe 45 minutes. And then you, like, we're right up at the top, so you come doing these like spiral... Like, a helter skelter. Kind of like a boring helter skelter because it wasn't stairs. Mm-hmm. But a spiral. It's a, what do you say if it's not a spiral staircase? I know this is super boring, but like if it's just a spiral ramp, oh, I yeah. come down the ramp, uh-huh. right? And uh, there was a, a non belter skelter. <laughs> like that. Thank you. You're Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got took me out of a ditch there. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's been real boring. <laughs> super duper boring. The chair went out of the stadium. Aye. And then we oh, cla- they were just so friendly. They kept, they must have known we were thirsty or we hadn't drunk for a while because they kept throwing bottles at us. Ah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Glass it was like it, it was like that Fanta lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so the chair would... And then I is went, it, I, look, I'm not saying they weren't nice. Sorry, continue your story. No, no, but, but the point I'm getting to is that afterwards went to a restaurant that was only AC Milan fans because we stayed by the San Siro. All the other Toon fans went to the Metro and mm-hmm. got the fuck out of Dodge, right? And I, I dined with them afterwards. And um, lovely conversations. We're still in my Toon tops. Uh, people at the window chanting Sandro Tonali songs. That's what I was getting out with the number eight on Natalie's right. back. Uh, Sandro Tonali was their number eight. Uh-huh. And now he's our number eight. 
and they saw his number and started chanting to Nolly because they fucking love him. Mm. They got him for like super cheap. He was done amazing and he didn't want to leave, but they were going to make 50 million pound profit off him. So it was a smart business move for the owners to sell him. They didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave, but they made a bit of money. They got to spend it and they still love him. When he got, when he got subbed off, the whole stadium applauded all the way around from mm. Belter. So they're singing like Sandro Tonali songs and everything. And um, I am just fearful that Sky News have took the story of the fucking stabbing. Mm. And that's what popped up on my phone. That's what made people text me to see if I was all right. Aye. That's what like people have commented on my status, just gone, uh, oh, it's nice to see some nice Milan France because from what I've heard, they're a bit nasty. I hope when the Milan fans come to... Newcastle for the return leg were not pure dicks because we've been lied to about what Milan fans are like because of a mugging that was probably nothing to do with football who who knows who they supported they might not have even been from Italy I'm not saying it was Albanians (laughs) I mean it sounds like but they're saying it was Albanians Um, they're pretty uh, racist towards Albanians they said to me it was like because I know you guys get like immigration and stuff but you guys get like Indians and Asians we get our babies. <laughs> <laughs> he said it like, he said it like, come on, man, you've got to understand. <laughs> man, I would love people that came here bringing new foods, new flavours, new types of music for you. You know, these fucking Albanians, all great new ways to whinge. <laughs> <laughs> they were like that. They were, they were like, they were like jealous of what immigrants. Uh, oh, did you know there's a 70 And I've, other I've been happy there two days. <laughs> if anyone's not listening to this and watching, I'm gesticulating the fuck while I'm talking. Indians brought over 50 new types of tea. The fucking these cunts, they're bringing over 17 types of cabbage, guy. Do you understand? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> they're boiling them the same way. <laughs> Yes, we know you put salt in this one. It's oh, different. Well, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just I just really hope because like the the four thousand of us that were there know that the that the Milan fans were three thousand nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> I hate this. I'm just. I hate. I hate that all our Newcastle fans will be listening to this and hear this. She had disrespect. <laughs> it's not disrespect. I'm too close to this your, incident. Your boy got got. This is like if I was to be making jokes about like Keen or something. Like this is oh. like this is like one of my people. Aye, is he okay? Well, that's a... yeah, yes. Aye, well, uh-huh. I mean, then, then, man, then he just got bitten by a shark, baby. Aye, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, got stabbed, he got stabbed in a match in a European away game. He's got the scar. <laughs> He's never been more of a Jordy. Man, I this reckon is the most Jordy Jordy there is now. I would get. I would assume for at least the first three months of this, he's never paying for a pint again. <laughs> Nah, aye. is he fuck? Aye. Nah, aye. he's been bitten by a shark. He's been bitten by a shark, there baby. Congrats, man. Aye. The dude lottery. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's the man. That's the bet. That's like walking past a car that's on fire, and the baby is just so reachable. That's it. That's what. Uh, yeah, he ran into the fire. Uh, <laughs> yes. Dead, dead easy. Um, can I read you my favorite news story I've ever read in my entire life? Um, and I don't, I don't, it's so funny that I, I think the news is lying to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> a journalist in Australia decided to put the country's rules on baby names to the test by conducting an experiment with her newborn child, only to discover that the laws were not as strict as she'd have hoped. And now our child is called methamphetamine. 
Methamphetamine rules. <laughs> rules. rules. As, in it's, as in it's great. As in it's class. As in her alternative was Nang's rule, and Nang's is Aussie for nitrous oxide canisters. Oh, right, okay. Nang's, right? Right, uh, but she was like... That does make it sound cool. Yeah. Nang's is probably cooler. Yeah, but no, no, no. But she's like, Nang's is, is like, uh, it's, it was the word I'm fucking looking for here. It's a nickname, right? It's a fucking street name. Street name. So it could go through a government official who only does cocaine. Not knowing what a nang is that I can get through. Yeah. Methamphetamine rules. It's like, yeah, you know, like no matter where you are, you know it's a drug. <laughs> and it got through. Of course it got fucking yes. through. There are so many uh, wonderful, wonderful quotes in this. Um, however, the spokesperson said, it's, uh, okay, a spokesperson for the registry said the unusual name had unfortunately slipped through. They said they had strengthened their process in response to this highly unusual event and would be working with the family to change the name. However, the spokesperson said that doesn't mean the original name goes away. Quote, a name registered at birth remains on the register forever, even if the name is formally changed. So they've abused their own child by accident. <laughs> they've accidentally Man, abused their own child. Yeah, even if they call their, even if they rename him Stuart, right? And the, it's Stuart, the artist or the baby formerly known as Meth. Methamphetamine Rules. Meth Stuart. We chose Methamphetamine Rules, thinking there's no way that anyone will see that word and think it's okay. Said Drysdale, who added her husband had taken some convincing to agree with the experiment, but we were wrong. We. <laughs> You just said it, it took him some convincing. So the it was the female journalist that named the child no, no, that convinced yes, the husband. Yes. Because I feel like that would be way worse. The other way around. If like the the bloke that was like the the woman's just give birth and he's like I've love <laughs> No no it's an Sweet, it'll never sweetheart, go through. Stroke it, I had sweetheart, I've got this belter idea. Hi. It's not a bit, it's not a bit per se. You're going to think it's a bit, but it's not a bit per se. Uh, it's more a social experiment. Can we call him tits or class? <laughs> <laughs> so there's no way they're going to let it through. Baby, there's no way they're going to let it through. You're mad, you're mad to think they're going to let it through. Baby, I have awesome news. <laughs> it got through. Yeah. Tits or class is really healthy. <laughs> um... She says she was under the impression that if a name was rejected by the registry, they chose one for you. Interesting. She'd contacted the registry for answers to her show's segment on what na names can legally be given to a baby in Australia. The spokesperson said it does not choose what name parents give a child. So is Rules his second name? Yeah. <laughs> rules is my middle name. That's the worst part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play a board game, Mef? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Rules is my middle name. <laughs> he went from... He went from... Kind of cool. <laughs> no, no! His name's Meth. His name is Methamphetamine Rules. Uh, really, His nickname's uh, Meth. Uh, and also, <laughs> even having the nickname Meth isn't cool. Here's the important thing. <laughs> Uh, Drysdale declined to reveal her baby's new name but said my husband said maybe his nickname should be Speedy but I'm sure he will develop his own nickname that's appropriate to his real name and his personality <laughs> he's a very chilled child a beautiful baby boy so not anything like a meth user <laughs> I mean he keeps joning for milk <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like he is Man, I tell you what he was, he's he was, 
He wants it. He wants milk so much. He'd suck your tits for some milk. That's how much he wants it, man. He'd genuinely go cold turkey if you stopped him. <laughs> suck some tits, man. <laughs> oh, so that is going to be one of them things where, like, the name, the person becomes the name. Mm. I talked about this on the podcast before. I don't know if it was with another guest or with you. <gasps> Sometimes talk to that guest, Daniel, about the same stuff. Right. I use I use the moves, the same moves I move use on you. <laughs> was Mark Nelson better than me? <laughs> um, it was about Tom Hanks's kids. Did we talk about that? So two kids called Colin and Chet. Oh, Chanks. Chet Hanks, Chanks. Well, because he Tom Hanks is thanks. Oh yeah. So both of his kids are Chanks. Chanks. <laughs> Chank one and Chank two. It sounds so derogatory. It really does. <laughs> well, I think it's because it's a it's mixture. One vowel off. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's one vowel off a slur, and also it's like stank is also in there. Uh-huh. So it's like uh-huh. a, it's yeah. got it's got the ank. Th- the, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a bit of cunt like the. the it's a soft start, but a hard end. So, uh, chat. Have you just before we go any further? Have you ever fucking met an Albanian chank? <laughs> Have I have an Albanian chank? Charlie Hank. No, no. Charlie Hank's here using it as a derogatory term for Albanians. Which we'd already been derogatory. It's what we call in the industry. We're not dropping that bit. Fuck. You can't put callbacks in. That means I have to leave the bit in. Oh, yeah, fuck. So, Chet is like tattooed up, backwards hat. Colin is like shirt and tie, carries a briefcase. Forward facing hat. <laughs> Forward facing hat. Yeah. Um, and there's a name for it as well. And last time I mentioned this on the podcast, someone got in touch and told us what the name for it was. But it's there's a name for like living up to your name. Oh, okay. And like people screamed it at the podcast last time. I've done this. We're taking them on a real journey of Dave plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just Google it now? We'll cut out the gap. It's denominative something. Pre-denominative determinism. Mm -hmm. Nominative determinism is the hypothesis that people tend to gravitate towards area of work that fit their names. So meth amphetamine rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could go either way. It could be, hey, you could work for the DAA because it could be rules to do with methamphetamines. ah, So it could be, you know, maybe he'd be like a fucking narc. (laughs) (laughs) Kill it now. Kill it. Fourth trimester. I bought it. Still use a coat hanger, even though you can reach it. The minute you become a cop, go and go your pronouns. You know, I don't think you're, do, you're doing wonders for us in terms of the dawn we're going for. <laughs> oh, mate. I've, I've, uh, I, I think I'm at that age now where I'd, I'd struggle to change. <laughs> <laughs> I different. It's harder. <laughs> do you, would you just think you are the way you are now? Do you think? Do you I think, think it's, it's to the point where the people, the people that are bothered by who you are, are really young. And you go, oh well, I'm not really for you. <laughs> Yeah. And if, yeah, it would be. I don't complain about Bluey. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, it would be weird. It would be weird if I was trying to get teenagers to like me. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, a musical. Yeah. 
I want you to like. I just look. I want you to like listen to us on your headphones when your parents aren't there. That's <laughs> how I, I, um, I used to like listen to Eminem, just hoping my mum and dad wouldn't listen to it. But I was like still old enough to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Right? I would have been like 16, 17. Your parents would have stopped you at that age from listening to nah, Eminem. I just kind of decorum. Yeah, okay. Yeah, manners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. manners. You don't, like, even though, even though I think, uh, you know, I'm allowed to swear whenever the fuck I, I like, if I'm on a bus filled with old ladies, I will choose in that moment uh, to, yeah, to uh-huh. swear less. Yeah, uh-huh. Just because that's, you know, the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah, like, if, like, even, like, now, if Natalie's parents got in the car, I wouldn't put DMX on. No? Blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. I'm in, I'll stop. Why? I just I'll stop before the end of it, but I'll not stop after I've <laughs> fucked a corpse. This is people are researching not... this. <laughs> Look, I was quoting an artist. Oh, don't call him an artist. Need <laughs> you respect him. You're gonna be okay. To respect him, actually. Like, buddy, not this episode. <laughs> just not this episode. <laughs> We can still talk about... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember what I was saying before I started <laughs> rapping about having sex with corpses. Uh-huh. And that's gone. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Dan, let's get another whiskey just to throw out the problems that we're causing for ourselves in the future. Um, Air upstairs. <laughs> I resent... I resent... This is in heaven. I resent the comment. The problems we're creating for ourselves. The podcast you're creating for both of us. Yeah, right. This is like when I do episodes with Callum and he takes it way too oh. offensive, way too soon. He goes from not a holocaust. <laughs> oh, man. So quickly. And then he gaslights. Yes. Oh, man, wrong choice of words, dude. <laughs> not, not on that. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't even have whiskey on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm but, hey, that makes you look like a really good person. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, the fact that, you know, your wife was very conscious straight away being like, you can't, even the thought of you driving while drunk, she was like, that's not happening. And that's only because she's upstairs stupid. Yeah. She's like, I've had a drink. If you have a drink, I'll not be able to. Do you do that when you go through airports as a couple? Is one of you allowed to drink and the other one? Uh, well, you know what, today, had uh, we didn't have time in the exchange airport. We went through Zurich and just had to fucking sprint through it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've done that shitty thing you know where the, the land and they go you're like fuck we're boarding now but if I run I'll be able to get to the uh, the passport control hopefully get through and get on just in time and then they go okay we've got a spot but the stairs haven't arrived yet oh, we've got in touch with them and look we know that we need stairs I'm like oh yeah man we can just claim off man I've seen that high you, all I can drop. see around me is safety briefings that show me that there's a button that if I open this door there's a slight <laughs> Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you, what are you, why are we waiting for stairs? There's a funner method available <laughs> instantly. Uh-huh. But Belter Skelter's already taken, so oh. we're going to have to just call this Man, line. I think that should absolutely be the fucking rules of the line. There's no stairs today. You're like, all right, then it's an emergency exit. This yeah. is a new problem. Go fucking fix it. How I'll, dare you keep me back? Natalie was howling at me because I ran off to get a place in the queue mm-hmm. for the, um, for the passport control. And I ran off, sprinting, following the guy in front until he gets a stitch. And then I'm, I'm the front runner. Aye. D36, D36. And I get there, the fucking gate is gone. What is the, so I'm sorry, what is the D36 reference? D, D36. Oh, D36. That's, the, that's the gate I'm running for. Understood. D36. 
And I get a B36. <laughs> because I have been glancing up looking at letters, Daniel. I've been glancing up looking at numbers. Yeah. I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking get it again. I'm like, I met the wrong bit and I fucking... <laughs> Run, run, pa- run past the guy with the stitch and be like, wrong one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> run back. And here, Natalie, who's beat me to the queue, even though she wasn't really running because I was running to hold the place in the queue and she's holding the place for me in the queue. And we get there. And then we'll finally get to the front of the gate. Uh, not the gate, because it's to get to the D gates. You have to do your passport thing. And um, Which actually, not going to complain, remarkably fast for once. Mm-hmm. Goes Zurich. Uh, get with through. And Natalie goes through before me. And I went, just go for it, go. T- T36. <laughs> and I'm sprinting to catch up with Natalie once I get through. <laughs> T39, get closed. I'm not an upside down. I'm an upside down numbers guy. What am I saying? I looked at the number and saw the nine as a six. It was upside down. It was an upside down six. It was a nine. See, this is what I'm saying. This, right. is, this is why it's absolutely it's- fine to lose a hand at your age. Right, and I ran back. <laughs> I ran back, and Natalie shouting on us. Actually, I didn't get as far as gate thirty nine. I was following the wrong number. Mm. And then uh, Natalie shouts, and she went, "You like one of them cars that you like <laughs> wheel back? <laughs> you wheel the car back and let it go, and it's just off. You just don't steer." <laughs> and then, um, and then, I overshot my seat. I was oh walking my to- fucking god! <laughs> Daniel on the plate. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, sorry uh, to uh, come over the intercom. This is your captain speaking. Just to let you know, we've accidentally landed in Glasgow. I have no idea why. I, I I just let this guy. He says he knew how to fly a plane. He said he was in the air cadets when he was in his teens. He says he can fucking land as an Edinburgh. He's an air cadet. I've let him. I've let him fly with an air cadet. I he used to do marching drills. <laughs> But was it not with the end I goal? Did. I, did. I mean, I didn't reach the end goal. If you'd stuck in air condensed long enough, would you know you would have been allowed to fly a plane, right? Um, I tried to get into the RF. You do know this, right? Uh, no. Do you yes. not know about yeah, me at yeah, the age yeah. of 16? I tried to get the RF, right? And they were like, um, okay, uh, tick the boxes of what you'd like to do and all that. And it's like, Weapons Loadmaster. Paper's there and you're marking the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, whatever the system was, right? I went in, had this little interview, and um, they went, right, so you've got to go ahead and get an eye test and, um, and bring your like, results for your <laughs> eye test in. The only job that was ticked on the list of jobs I could do was chef. <laughs> <laughs> they clearly hadn't let you cook for them. <laughs> So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, I didn't get in. Correct. Right. I didn't get in the RAF. So. My dad didn't get into the RAF because he was too tall. Shut up, man. Aye. Was he was he trying to be a pilot? Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Okay, aye. that makes sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would have been ideal for like weapons lord master. He wouldn't have even needed the, <laughs> like ladders or anything. Just, I'm sure they didn't put ladders up against an aeroplane. They probably used one of them cherry pickers. I think, no, I think you a little fucking ladder up to, if we're talking World War II here. How old is my dad? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me tell you, let me tell you about my fucking weekend. <laughs> right. So we went to Stornoway. Oh, yeah. You went to Harris? Aye. Well, so Harris is on Stornoway. This is how little I know about anything in Scotland, right? 
So, so Stornoway is an island. Stornoway is an island, and the south of it's called Harris, and the north of it's called Stornoway. I think, like Stornoway. Sorry, sorry. Ah, no, that's not, no, like no, Dominican no, Republic and Haiti. That's, that's entirely fucking incorrect. It's called the Isle of Some Shit, whatever. And Stornoway <laughs> is a town that's there, and Harris is there. Ah, know. like Hobart and Lawrence. Yeah, sure. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Like Dublin and Cork. So, uh, me and uh, Gareth Waugh uh, go for a game of golf on the uh, Saturday class. Really good fucking weather. Uh, no, sorry, on the Friday. And then on the uh, Saturday, we decided to go to uh, the beach because um, we thought it would be good to have a stress-free day because nothing remarkable was going to happen. Um Gareth's uh, partner, Laura, goes, I'm going to go in the sea. Is anyone else going to come in the sea? You know me. I love the sea mm-hmm. and I love a cold dunk, right? Mm-hmm. I love cold yeah. water. I think it's fucking class. Not while I'm in there, but like I've done it enough that I know the benefits of it for me, at least afterwards. I love it. So she's like, you want to come in? I'm like, 100%. I'll come in with you. Absolutely. So I turned to my wife, Cara, and... From one of the best bits of advice you'd ever you've ever given me as a husband is take your ring off before you go in the sea. I never know who you got to meet them. Man, <laughs> man mermaids. <laughs> Can I with Laura? <laughs> and, yeah, I remember. I remember the day you sat me down. You're like, look, even if there's a, even if there's only point zero one percent chance mermaids are real, right? They can't think you're married. <laughs> <laughs> that would be ludicrous. No, I'm not I'm not saying you do cheat on them with a the mermaid. I'm just saying it's good to know if the option's there for the rest of us. Come back and let us know. Should we all be swimming? <laughs> <laughs> Leading on mermaids. So just because obviously if it falls off, it's wet in there, it's more likely uh, to come yeah. off. And if it does, it's gone. It's oh yeah, if it comes off on the pool, like you're looking for it. If it comes off in the sea, you've lost it. Aye. So I turned to my wife. I go, can you take this so you don't lose it? She's like, absolutely, 100%. Me and Laura go to the sea, splish, splash, splish, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Come back out. <laughs> and uh, I get my towel, sit down, I go to the love of my life. I go, can I get my wedding ring? And she went, shit. Oh, no. And I'm like, because it's like gutting, but like, there's a little bit of relief that it's not you. <laughs> Devastated you've lost it, but I, fee you. So, most importantly, I, I'm going to be 100% honest here. I'm going to be 100% honest. You threw it on that. You had a headphones in and you went, keep an eye on this. <laughs> no, no, no. She took a man. She, she was like, shit. Like, she was like, I had it on my thumb. Because uh, she's got, she's a tiny person. She's like, I had it on my thumb. And I clearly went to pick Kaelin up at some point because he, he was about to run into the sea. And that's when it's come off. And my first thing was, like, I was just gutted for her because, like, I know how fucking bad I'd feel if I lost her wedding ring. And I, and she's already, I can see it, her face, she's blowing herself. I'm like, man, we've only been married for fucking five months. I'm not that attached to this yet. Like, she's not dead. Like, doesn't mean anything yet. We can get another one. <laughs> yeah, it's been, like, we've had it for five months. Like, it's nice. I like it. I hope we don't lose it. But it's not like, oh, you know, 15 years, there's, a, there's an inscription on the inside. You know, it was nice that she gave it to me on my wedding day. It's just a fucking... Right. You're not sentimental about it. No, I am sentimental. Well, no, I know. No, just, not when you've lost it. That's not how you're going to I think I'm the, uh, the, the, I'm the least sentimental I'll ever be about it. Right? I see you found it. There's a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. We, we did, right? So I'm just gutted for her that she's lost lost it. And so I'm like, well, let me go down first because, you know, I'll retrace uh, footsteps. I'll look in further and then we'll just take it in shifts. One of us take care of it. And you're actually taking stock. And I can probably lose quite a few things here without um, being able to make comment. <laughs> 
So like the next few months, man, man, I could just be his man. And this is not the episode for this, right? But like, <laughs> man, that's that. That's like that's a blowjob, <laughs> right? Ah, uh, man, like that. Just in the in this, like for me, if I lost her ring, I would feel so guilty. I would be like, "What can I do to make this up to her? What's her? I would buy her flowers. I would make her a meal. I would I would book like a couple's massage for us. I would immediately try and get the ring made exactly the same, have it replaced. I would get her like a. F- I would try to make you it do up the to her. you do the things that spoil her. I would try to make it up to her with the things I know she loves, uh-huh. right? So, so, if we reverse that, I'm a simpler creature. <laughs> I know I'll make stuff, make a stuff thinking about this. Yeah, man. When I when, man, when I'm looking for this, I'm just like, oh, fucking, oh yeah, it's not there, it's not there, it's not there. No, so I was genuinely looking for it, looking around. But man, needle in a fucking haystack, right? The sun, it's a gorgeous day in Stornoway. The tide's in, it's all fucking wet. Bubbles are everywhere. Do you know how much the shimmer on a bubble looks like a fucking uh, ring in the sand? Every, every glimmer is just my, like, there it is. I'm looking, I'm trying my best. And then I'm eventually like, you know what? Let's swap a shift here. And fucking <laughs> this eagle hawked rat. Within three fucking minutes, just because there's it, there it is, just right straight. Who was it? Cara. Cara, really? Straight away. Nice. Found it. I fully. Just me a thought of having to give you a blowjob. So I told her this whole thing. <laughs> Obviously. She was like, I will count every grain of sand on this beach. So I say to her, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, don't be wrong, I'm really, I'm really glad we found it. Like, I'm, like I am. In fact, I'm, I'm happier than I thought. I'd be more relieved. Like maybe, maybe this does mean more to me already than I thought it did. But. Uh, I was, I was, I was expecting to get at least a blowjob out of this. She was like, "Why do you think I looked so hard?" <laughs> she was like, "I was phoning up." Why do you think I looked so hard? <laughs> uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you found it. Then that's, oh, that's did, good because that is that is shade. Because like, she was, it's I've, a, I've jinxed this a million times because I'm like, because you know, I lose stuff. You know, that's yeah. my thing. You know, that's what I do. Yep. Um, I keep mentioning like fucking. I'm glad I haven't lost this. Yeah. Everything else is kind of replaceable. I've told you about the friend that we have who, after they got married, they got four yes. <laughs> four of the same wedding ring made. Minded. <laughs> She's got them. Got them now, in their defence, what I will say, and I trust my friend on this, uh, they are not unfaithful to their partner, but they do like being flirted with. Uh-huh. You get more drinks bought for them. They get more drinks bought for them. So sometimes they take off the wedding. And I trust them. I trust them in that. And, I, and whenever I've been out with them, that is what they've done it for. They're in a very healthy and loving relationship. I trust them. Uh, they just they, go out and slip on a different pair of shoes. Yeah, just be, for, just to, be just a different to, them. What was it like being 20 again? Um, <laughs> I think they're down at two left. <laughs> <laughs> they've been married a long time. But yeah, they're, they're, they're down to two. See? There's one thing I didn't realise that's really good about gender-neutral pronouns. Is that you can not give too much away oh, when you're talking about you a friend. Oh, you can away now. Everybody knows we're talking about Elliot Steele. <laughs> <laughs> Unmarried. And always will be. Aye. Um, Cara has been very funny 
uh, the past couple of days. Don't be wrong, she's a very funny woman in general. It's one of the many reasons why I married her, but she's had me fucking dying. Um, I have, while we've been going out, uh, putting on, like, just to make myself less innocuous, to just, like, I don't want to be spoken to at this point by... If you got a guy who's wearing the, like, nose and moustache and glasses. <laughs> like, I have been going out in, like, I never wear baseball. When was the last time you saw me in a fucking baseball cap? Uh, when you got into Formula One. <laughs> Making room noises from the back of the car. Yeah, a Ferrari jacket. <laughs> that is not, for the record, that's not true. That is a bit. None of that's. Okay. Um, okay, go to the podcast that's got Formula One in the title <laughs> and see that you're wearing it. Am I? I think so. Back down I think, that I'd be thinking they could be aware of that. I think so. I think you are. If that's true, that's so funny. I don't know what the title of it was, but there was a show, one where you like really sold. Well, look, one. why don't we all? Why, why, why don't we all agree as both presenters and listeners and Matthew to not bother finding out what <laughs> that's true? Naughty journalists. Are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you getting touch? You're going to be scouring all that yeah, shit. Uh, you lazy bastards. Right. So, um, uh, so you'll be wearing a hat. <laughs> wearing a hat. Is everybody like, oh my god, there's Daniel Sloss in a hat? <laughs> Well, no, because they're used to it. Oh my God, is he for an I put my, I put my fucking hat, I put my fucking hood, I put my sunglasses. I kind of like, you know, you just look, <laughs> look like you're, like it's the dumbest thing. You're wearing camouflage. You look like you're in of, disguise. Yeah, you're yeah. You're drawing attention. You're wearing, you're wearing camouflage. You're wearing a ghillie suit in the shopping mall. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then it just looks like if anybody does spot that it's you, it just looks like uh, just just because you recognise it's from my comedy. <laughs> she goes, she goes. I understand, uh, you know. I understand you're slightly stressed uh, at the moment, but I can tell for at least about two minutes of today, you have felt like Captain America in Civil War, and I'm like. Oh, fucking way more than two, bitch. <laughs> What's the reference of Captain America? Oh, Martin man, that's one where he's fully in disguise. Man, it's him. Base- I mean, it's look, it's fucking, the, it's Chris Evans' most handsome man in the entire world wearing a fucking baseball cap, glasses and a hood up, and he's the size of Captain America. Uh, like the guy that beat Hitler. Everyone in America knows who he is. And I'm like, oh, well, that couldn't yeah. possibly. It's just really dumb. You can't just walk around. Yeah, sore thumbs sticking out. Ha- have you ever wore um, bin lid headphones and sunglasses? It's one or the other with those things. Yeah, you look like a fucking helicopter pilot. <laughs> well, I mean, mine's are quite. I got, I got, I got the smaller beats. Because yeah, I'm white. I can't, I can't do the bigger ones. I don't think I'm allowed to. Mm. Um, I've, I, I sent me new boss back. You what? The, the boss ones I complained about. Remember when I really complained? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, just got a replacement set of the same one. <laughs> I just got to get off your chest. <laughs> That's them gaslighting you. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm so sorry that these headphones didn't work. Would you uh, like? Uh, it's there. <laughs> these headphones. <laughs> I got caught. Are you sure they? Are you sure you even got to Bose? And they, you just didn't. Well, accidentally write your address in the main thing and write the return, their address in the return to send, and you just posted it back. Nah, to it was the, the like there was a couple of things bugging us, and I'm not going to go over them again because it's on a previous podcast. But one of them was the mic was shit. Mm-hmm. It was just a fucking. Like, I reached, like, like, chatting away at Natalie, and then she'll be like, no, it sounds like a miles away, and I was gone. 
And, um, and it also says that you're cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I went through this thing. It was like, have you tried turning off your Wi-Fi router? That could be interfering. <laughs> was one of the robotic things on the thing. And I was like, are you joking? Of course I've tried that, yes. <laughs> like, who, who's going, oh, I've got a phone call coming. I got a, I got a WhatsApp call, FaceTime. I'm going to knock off my Wi-Fi router so my mic works. Oh, where's my phone call going? <laughs> oh, I must have missed it. <laughs> so uh, I was fucking just went through the rigmarole and uh, thinking that I might get a refund. And they were like, we'll send you a new one because the mic's broken. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll give it a shot. And if the mic works, I'll just keep them and the mic worked. Oh. I did have a dodgy pair. It wasn't okay. just shit. I've always said that about you. I've <laughs> got a dodgy pair. Oh. <laughs> Eyes, balls. <laughs> Knees and toes. Knees and toes. Eyes and balls. No, no, that's the same one. That's the same bit. That's how the song goes. Where are you going again? You're a fucking alcoholic, eh? Didn't knock the camera. No, you actually didn't. Lost a bit of weight. I was going off last month's Daniel. <laughs> I didn't think there's enough room for you through there, but you clearly haven't been eating this weekend. Stress Stress eating, have you? Back smoking again? No. Never stopped? No, 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 still off it. Still off the smokes? Aye. Nice, well done. How long's it been? Uh, Oh, fuck. Did you not smoke when you were on Harris? Nah. Did Gareth smoke? He did not. How, How long's he been? So this is exactly why this is this podcast is such a pile of shit. Still, it'll get better soon. We're working <laughs> no, on it. That's what we're doing. That's what um, So I had this conversation with Gareth because we were out there, and man, we're drinking every night. Right, we're having the time of our lives. It's really good. It's, it, we've, our sons are like a very similar age. We've been friends with them for fucking like years. Like it, it was just it was really really good. We're laughing the whole time. We're fucking drinking, and we're getting quite drunk. And I'm like always expecting, because I'm like, here comes the test. The second Gareth brings out the fucking vape, that's when me drunk is going to have to make a fucking decision. And I really hope he makes the right decision because I want to be off these goddamn fucking vapes. This is like my first real test, right? Because nobody vaped at my cousin's wedding. Doesn't come out the first night. Doesn't come out the second night. And I go to Gareth the third day. I'm like, are you, are you vaping behind my back? Secret vaping. Like, are you secret There's vaping? There's a party as well, like, in a secretly wishing... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The little party, the part that you're trying to keep quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man, there's the addict in there. There's like, oh, I absolutely want to smoke the fucking nicotine. I want the nicotine in my system because nicotine is class and I love fucking nicotine. And he's like, no, man, I like it. But my, my one broke on the fucking boat over and I've just not had to do it anymore. So, I mean, I'll try and quit, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks. I'm like, but you've, you've done the hard bit. Right? Like, once you're three days in to know, that's the worst three yeah, days are you can, over. Yeah, you got to put yourself through that three days again. Like, but, I mean, for him, he was just saying, like, he can't, he can't not do it at gigs and stuff. It's more of a fucking... Oh, uh, like a I don't know how often when I get back into fucking... Uh, vaping. Vaping, it's... Uh, <laughs> you actually getting back into vaping? No, 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 sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me finish. I don't know how much, when, when I do, when I have previously caved and gone back into caving, how much of it has been situation-based. Like, I... Because he's like, when I go to gigs, I want to vape or smoke because I've always vaped and smoked at gigs. I haven't had that. Like I, you know, I've smoked at some gigs, but then other gigs, not at all. I, like, I don't think that's when, whenever I've gone back to vaping and fucking caved, yeah. it's been because of that. It's mostly been because I've drunk. It's whenever we go to European countries. Uh, European that- countries was a big one for me to breach. And I got through that. 
Um, because European countries that one either sell menthol cigarettes, uh, it's impossible for us to not smoke some menthol cigarettes together. And also, some of the countries have still just got smoking culture and smoking indoors. It's cool. And like when you can smoke indoors, when you can smoke a menthol cigarette indoors, oh, God, yeah, God, they fucking lived in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> That's got a cigarette. Yeah. Oh, Prescribes your mental. Yeah. Prescribes it for your a, a chesty cough. Dentist using your mouth as a fucking ashtray. Being like, man, there's no negative effects. Duh, duh. So good. Um, so that is the touring festival. The Fringe is uh, a big yeah. one. Weddings. It's like the end level boss getting through a wedding without smoking or vaping. Aye. Uh, holiday without smoking or vaping. so working class sometimes. <laughs> Smashing. I can't imagine going to a wedding and not smoking. <laughs> Smashing gear and not smoking. Oh, so when I was trying to quit, one of the many times I've, I've quit smoking, in fact, uh, one of the most successful ones I've fucking had was, I, th- I think it was when you and me lived together. Uh, I was about to say where we used to live. Well, don't make a difference. Anyway, when you and me used to live together, Gareth <laughs> came over. Docks the people that bought your house. Yeah, yeah. Wrong thing to do. <laughs> uh, when you and me used to live together, I think there was one night where I knew I wanted to give up uh, cigarettes. So I bought a pack of menthol cigarettes. I sat them on the table and you and me and Gareth did coke. Because <laughs> I was like, if I cannot do it, if I cannot smoke one on coke, I cannot smoke while sober. Uh, like that's the easy. Like if I go mm. straight into the hardest fucking thing, if I do my like, like that sort of thing, like if I sprint the hardest at the start of this marathon, maybe I'll get so far ahead that no matter how much I slow down, nobody will be able to catch up. <laughs> they mean an airport. <laughs> past the gate. Maybe if I just run fast enough, the gate will come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Left hand on the wall, I'll get there eventually. Like so getting out of the hedge. Maze. He's like airports are just like temple run, right? I just have to go and jump at the right time, and it will direct. Me and put me in the right fucking way. There's been security chasers for ages. <laughs> um, uh, where was I going? I was coming back to the smoking thing. The get the getting through it. The the bits that get you. This is the right. I've got it. I remember where I was. The so all them events that you connect with smoking, like the Fringe Festival, the tour, and whatever. Right. The bit that gets you is the little nicotine hall pass of being passed a spliff with tobacco in it. Mm. Yeah. But this, and you're like, oh, I'm still smoking weed. Oh, little naughty one. And then you get nicotine. Like, that's, that's also got to go. You've also got to call out that guy. You can't be doing that. That was me. I think that, I don't know whether that's what's got, what got me addicted to fucking weed, but like, it was what had me in denial either way of either I was not a smoker or was a stoner but was like when I used to do joints every fucking day mm-hmm. like and sorry for Joe, Joe I know Americans disagree on the term I in, in Scotland I have always referred to a joint as, as a joint of a tobacco of and tobacco and thing. I'm very uh-huh. aware that since you've got weed culture you absolutely get to you tell get me right I'm that. wrong there but, but you can understand where I'm coming from from a foreign weird country where I'm like joint just makes more sense so when I smoked and I say blunt if it's all just, just green just green but, but when Americans say blunt it means uh, cigar papers doesn't it oh, I think so yeah. God, they're just so much better at it across the board Aye, but I don't. Do they even have a name for the tobacco mix, or do they just not do that? Eh, I mean, they probably. I mean, America's so fucking big; they probably got different names for it everywhere. I've, I've never had a uh, tobacco mix uh, joint passed to us by a North American. Oh, I. It's fucking. Hard. Never passed you a fucking. No, I guess nah, he I never think, did. I think, I think they're always just like straight green. 
I, no, I feel like Arnie's a bit more of a sensible fucking small cunt. Well, not sensible. Sensible MDMA and spikes people. Fucking left me an answer phone from a bunk on a golf course at two in the morning because <laughs> he, he got the dosage of what I said wrong. <laughs> oh, that? man. He was like, hey, man. man, where are you guys? I'm drunk. <laughs> That was a very funny night. Oh, I, I'll never, ever forgive him, even though I've definitely forgiven him. Just that, hey, man, do you want to do some acid? My, my audience gave me some. No, thanks, man. I don't really like acid. The only time me and Kai have done acid, we were spiked with acid. Benadol. So it doesn't really have great like memories for us. And he was like, I totally get where you're coming from. But like, I took my acid about 30 minutes ago. It's really nice. It's a low dosage, and it's just lovely. And I'm like... Oh, no, no. And I went, no, thank you. And then he said something homophobic. <laughs> no, no. He just said something homophobic. He just said something homophobic. And I was like, I'm fucking give me it then. We took it, you, me, and Elliot Steele. Took it. Actual Elliot Steele. Not Dr. Actual Elliot Steele. Actual Elliot Steele. <laughs> and then fucking 20 minutes later, Ari Shafir comes up to us and goes, oh, no. <laughs> It gets so much stronger. This is nowhere. Where you are is nowhere near a panic attack. Oh, like, oh, so man. funny. Because I was, I had guests. I had people like over from London, like Nat, Natalie's friends, go, <laughs> went through. And um, they're having a night out in the fringe. It's a big fringe weekend. We've been looking forward to it. I can't then just go home. But I come into a loft bar, like into the lift that takes you up to the loft bar with uh, Natalie and her pals. The lift doors open and you and Elliot are just wide-eyed like, it's no good up there on this. <laughs> no. It is no good up there. And you're just fucked off. And I just watched you just go into the wind and I was like, let's see what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to be in an artist bar, social situation, thriving, bustling bar. The girls were class because they kind of like, you know when to put the bags down and make like a bit of just a seated ring around the bags. They just treated me like a bag, not a... Back. They weren't licking us. <laughs> Not one of them bags. <laughs> they just like put us in with the bags, and they just like they just kept us safe from anybody that just coming in and small talking. You know, how's the show going? What venue are you at this year? I had no time for that shit. Oh, yeah. Maxwell was. It's deep. so weird that women are better at just inherently protecting each other than men are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Maxwell uh, was really good as well, though, because he he knows exactly what NASA trips like. He wasn't on one. Mm. But he was just like, he knew what was going on in my experience and he just showed some level of empathy for what was happening. But eventually I needed to go for a piss and I had to move. And you needed someone to help you find your cock. <laughs> Mate, I couldn't find anything. Couldn't find my zipper. Couldn't find the fucking wall to put my hand on to find me way to the uh, toilet. Uh, bumped into Mark Dolan. Oh. Cutting up masks guy before he was cutting up masks guy. Yeah. Uh, GB News was hey, it when he cut up the masks during aye. the pandemic and everything. Before any of that, yeah, I just back knew, when he was a comedian. I just knew him as like the guy from Bulls of Steel. I had no beef. I had no beef with that man, right? And he just comes right up into my face and just have you ever played Monkey Island, Secret of Monkey Island on uh, Amiga or mm-hmm. whatever platform? I, I played on the PC Re- like a Remember, remember Stan who sold the ships? He so no. sells you the galleon, and he he flings his arms around when he <laughs> when he's talking. Stan Monkey Island. Uh, Island type, in, type in GIF actually, because I reckon there'd be a GIF of him throwing his arms around. Any specific? Uh, nah, I think if anybody gets that reference, there you go. 
So he was like, Guy, where have you been? Have you been avoiding me? I haven't seen you all fringe. And his face, man, like I was on acid. His face was just contorted and moving around and just like his mouth was bigger than his head. And like I'm just watching his face just like mold like claymation as he's like, his arms are flailing around. He's like, Guy, where you been? I haven't seen you in ages. <laughs> I wagged my finger in his face and went, nah, mate, <laughs> and moved on. I couldn't go. I went, nah, man, and just fucking moved on from it. Imagine that was his, like, had anyone bought Hitler's art moment? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, like, because I was comedian. Kai likes everybody. Kai <laughs> likes everyone. Kai just, for no reason, shook in my face. Maybe I'm ostracised. Maybe I'm, God, if I'm hated by the most... Friendly guy in this fucking instance. Lean in, lean into it, Mark. Lean into it. Aye. <laughs> lean into it. Become the guy. You bastard. You did it. Mm-hmm. The origin story. You turned. <laughs> the origin story of someone so lame. <laughs> um. So. That, are we are we done? <laughs> I think so. I think we navigated through that. There's a couple of bits where I like I took some bullets from you at the beginning where if anyone was trying to bring you do now get me get me first. <laughs> yeah, but I think you know, it's not exactly as if I called you out. <laughs> uh, that, that was, I, I, I told a story I'm not gonna tell, but that's to, uh, to the regular listeners and the listeners that will be here in the in the months to come. Sorry, it's a weird one. I know you want more information. Yeah. I'm not Ready. We're not censoring ourselves. We're reading the room. Uh, no, it, no, no, it's no. Just, there's it's not just, reading the room. This I is a fucking I, decision. I've, I have said my fucking piece. I've like, I've got more to say, but no, but I've said my piece. Uh, and uh, I think this is a time for other people uh, to speak. And when it's, I when it's, it, it's not. I don't want the focus to be on me at any point because it yeah. shouldn't be at any point. Aye. Um. I. Uh, when I'm ready to talk about it, I should, but just commend all the survivors that came forward are the people that should be being celebrated because that's the one that took actual fucking courage. Yes, and uh, you're off to Australia now. Thanks Tomorrow for doxing me. Huh? Doxing <laughs> Australia. <laughs> News reporters everywhere just buzzing around Australia. Uh, well, well, the fucking documentary comes out there soon. Aye. Uh, I'm sure they've probably seen it if they... Are you uh, suggesting that people illegally use VPNs? Are you suggesting that Australia has the download speed <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to get a documentary from overseas? Aye. I'm okay. Ex- so, uh, yes, you can get yourself packed and go to Australia. And uh, I'm, I think... Um, I might I'd, I'd, I might try to... We'll see if it's fucking possible. I might try to do a podcast with Gene while out there. Yeah, that would be great. Because I'll be staying with Gene anyway. Um, and... We'll be getting drunk and silly most days, so uh, I, I don't think it'll be a high quality one. So it would definitely would be one that I would put behind a Patreon. And again, we would not be talking about anything to do with Russell Brand. It would just be behind a Patreon wall because it'll be low quality, and that's what they. So you're, just, you're just going to do the audio. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be at Edinburgh Stand on the first of October doing one last outing of Mischief, the show that I've been touring because uh, the two are finished, but. Um, a slot come up at the stand and I was like, I'm, we're going to start writing a new show now, but let's have one last outing of that and put it to bed. So 1st of October, it's already selling pretty well, but there's still tickets left. So if you want to come to that, you can. Sweet. Bye. Uh, bye. Oh, fuck off, guys. Are you going to say something there? No, no, no. I've, said my, I've, I've said my piece, man. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs>